Good evening, friends, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Liquored Listings. This is your host, Big Earn McCracken, coming in today, and I've got a a special ghost uh, get ghost no a guest on the Hello. show. <laughs> that is Raven, and you guys may know him from Alien Casinos, the ever so popular podcast called Game Tech Politics. So, thank you for uh, coming on the show today. Well, I'm I'm more known by my genius, Joe. That, that's what I'm more known by. Well, there has been talks that you were going to be the next Tesla. Uh, how, <laughs> however, uh, you didn't want the government spying on you as bad as they did with Nikolai. So, uh, right, I have my limitations, man. One hundred percent. We do, guys. We have a a list today that I, if you guys can actually believe this, am relatively a novice of. Uh, it's going to be a show about the uh, fossil websites of the past. Uh, and I know that you have a, a lot of history in this. Is that correct? This is right up my alley. And, and I'm the one, okay, I'm sorry for all your listeners out there, but I am the one who suggest, I forced Joe into making this podcast and making this list. And I want, I begged him to come on the show. And I thank you, by the way, Joe. Uh, but really, I just put a. Can I cuss? Can I cuss? Oh, all, all you want. This is explicit all right. content. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I fucking put a gun to his head and was like, "Dude, you you're gonna do this," and uh, he reluctantly agreed. But this is like right up my alley. I love this topic. You guys are going to freaking love it. If you guys are in between the ages of thirty and fifty years old, this is this will be this will take you back with uh, the beginnings of the internet. So I'm kind of excited to do this with you, Joe. Thank you so much. Seriously, thank you for uh, inviting me on. Well, we're going to have a ton of fun with this show, and I want to let you all know that I spent endless, endless seconds researching this topic today. <laughs> and I, I'm sure that my uh, list will be a little bit, uh, a little bit less... Uh, deep than some of uh, ravens that, today that's okay that's okay because like you you're going to name some of the ones that that i'm not going to name so everybody's going to get a little bit of something now uh, you are familiar with how the uh liquor listing podcasts go i know you listen so uh absolutely and i have to tell you before you even get going you have to listen to joe's last podcast i'm i'm pissed before, can we can we just take a moment and talk about that for a second? Oh, absolutely. That was one of my favorite shows that I've done so far because there's nothing like... Okay, it, it was your best. All right, I'm not going to sit there and, and just completely, you know, um, attack you on, on your shit, man. It's your show. I'm going to be kind of polite to you, kind of. But, Joe, come on, man. Seriously? I'm going to give you hate mail in real time, if that's okay. Well, I I honestly appreciate the feedback, but you know, here's the thing: when 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 you get your own listing show, you can come up with your top five because everyone okay. is pretty much everyone. I pre, I pretty much get the support of three percent of my audience that think I have it nailed every time. Uh, and on this one, so far. I've actually, no, I've actually had good feedback that not my whole list, but it was a, it was a pretty well, good list overall. Your audience is wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I mean, uh, look, my I I listened to I listened to half of the or well I listened to like probably five or ten minutes of it uh, early this morning, and then I had to stop um, because my my dad wanted me to do some uh, yard work for him, and I went over there and I put my headphones in, and they ju it just wasn't loud enough, so I put a well it wasn't just loud it was just uh, I not your not your podcast my my earbuds so i went ahead and just put it on the speaker while i was uh putting out um weeding and, and putting out more uh what do you call it that, that paper shit for i don't know but anyways, my, my yeah my my stepmom was outside sitting drinking uh her tea and she was listening to it with me and when you talked about i believe it was your number four uh, two and a half men. Uh, yes, she absolutely loves that show, and she was sitting there. She, you got her laugh, crying, laughing, and I was like, she was like, I agree with him. I'm like, I don't agree with him, and they're, they're, he, that show shouldn't be in the top seven or eight. Uh, uh, the Ashton Kutcher era did not deserve to be in there. However, she disagreed with you. She thought that Ashton Kutcher actually did a really good job. I, th I thought he was fine, but in the overall uh, concept of the show, it was Charlie Sheen's uh, show. I mean, the, absolutely. So, yeah. you know, uh, but but and Married with Children was the highlight of the show. Uh, and let me let me go ahead and tell you, because Married with Children was one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, but what you really hit a point on that made me. It was kind of like the the whole Game of Thrones episode that you did. It made me want to watch Game of Thrones, you know. Um, but the All in the Family, I think you hit the nail on the head with All in the Family. I think I All think in the Family a... definitely deserves their rightful spot at the top uh, because of what it, what they accomplished for future sitcoms and the envelopes that they could push on that show. I. I, I uh, overall I give it an A minus. I mean, like honestly, I, I can't really dig you all that much because it, it it was one of your best work that you've done to date. So I, I really want to give you props on that. But you didn't include you didn't include shows like Friends or The Office. Well, and come on, they literally they're the number one. Uh, Friends is the number one syndicated show in the world. Okay, let me just retort real quick on those two. Now, Friends, I I really didn't want to lose my man card, so I I had to leave that off the list. They probably should have got an honorable man. Oh my Lanta! I really don't need to see there, sit there and see a bunch of uh, effeminate men with all these beautiful women. I mean, that's pretty much what the show was, in my opinion. Oh, Joey, Joey was not. <laughs> well, jo Joey may not have been. He may have been the saving grace of the men on that show. But Chandler and Ross, <laughs> come on. Look, with, with Friends, I, I know that this is completely off track with what we're doing, but that's okay, right? Oh, yeah. We can go wherever okay, we want. So, so, so with Friends, uh, the first three seasons, they were kind of trying to figure this shit out. They were trying to figure out what direction the show was going to go in and so uh the first three seasons was kind of like you know they had the they had the characters on the little side characters 
um, and they try to incorporate them into everyday. Uh, they they try to see if those characters would actually be something that they could put on the show a lot. It was kind of like Gunther, but and Gunther ended up being from season one all the way up to the very end end show, which was awesome. I think that he was the character that needed to stay. But you had like their neighbor upstairs that would uh, always uh, complain about the noises. And then you had the the black chick that Monica worked with and in, in the restaurant, they try to incorporate her in the show and none of it worked. And then for the season four to season five, that's when they hit their stride. And that show was phenomenal as far as in just everyday comedy. I think Ross and Chandler, all of them just, I'm, sh- I'm so shocked. essentially I'm what, sh- essentially what you did is, uh, finalize why they couldn't be on the top. It took them four seasons to finally hit their stride. And we're talking about the all-time greats here. You just you just gave me an out, and I'm gonna lash a hold of it and be like, boom. Cheers. I mean, cheer, cheers. I think Friends would uh, would take over Cheers. I mean, yeah, but not everybody knows your name on Friends. We, we, we all, everybody knows. What, what was the other one real quick that you said? The office. The oh, office, Michael he, Scott. He, oh, see, he, here was my issue with that. It was actually the British version that was like one season long. I loved with Ricky Gervais. Absolutely loved it. And the American version, I was in and out of it. I would lose, I would lose focus. I'd be on my phone. Uh, watching the show and any show that makes me turn on my phone when I'm watching it, uh, kind of just takes me off. But as well, I'm gonna, well, I'll get a lot of hate for that. I'll get a lot of hate because Office is one of the most beloved shows out there, so I know I'll get hate for that. So one one quick thing before we transition to uh, the regular show, uh, there was one show that you did not mention that uh, anybody that loves sitcoms knows what I'm talking about. And I don't even know if you have even watched this show, but it's called Arrested Development. Oh, it's a fantastic and, show. I, I can't believe oh I didn't throw it on my goodness. honorable mentions. Yes, because that is the only show. I, I'm going to give uh, the listeners out there a piece of information. Uh, that is the only show that got canceled by Fox back in 2003. It went from 2000 to 2003. It got canceled, and then it got picked up again by Netflix that was the very first show that had the comeback, so to speak. You know how they're doing all these remakes. Well, they didn't really have to do a remake. They just they just took and started again, picked up where they left off, and it worked for them. And that is like if you if you smoke pot, that is literally one of the most funniest and most brilliant shows that you could possibly watch while getting high. If I remember, I, I don't smoke pot, but back in the day I did, and it, it was fucking amazing. If I remember correctly, did they have like a Dungeons and Dragons episode on there at one point? Was that Arrested Development, uh, or was that? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> there was one show that. I, I, but either way, uh, and the last thing I want to say on that topic before we do transition is, those of you have, that have not seen, those who can't, need to get out and watch that. And I know that's about ninety-five percent of you guys. It's a uh, it's a better version of uh, the number seven on my list. So uh, I, I have a suggestion. I have a suggestion. 
uh, find those classic, uh, do a list of classic shows that flopped. And what I mean by that is uh, everyone talks about these shows, but they're, they were actually kind of horrible. Uh, Alf, Alf being one of them. Oh, yeah. Um, Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs is another. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you're right up my alley. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And then there's this other one where the uh, robot little girl. What 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 is that? Oh, you know I know what which one. About? I know what you're talking about. And oh my land, yeah. did I hate that one? <laughs> oh, it was absolutely awful. But it was like a cult classic. That was that was uh, Punky Brewster was another one back in my day. Yeah, Good God Punky Almighty! Uh, but it, you can see the transition. From small wonder, small wonder. Small wonder. Yeah, yep. Was, yep. You can yeah. see the transition through uh, television from the '60s, '70s into the wholesome '80s, and then we get into the you know how it's all changed over time. And, and what now you... it's shit. Now it's completely shit. Yeah, there's nothing like Married with Children. Yet. It's uh, yeah, the modern sitcoms are absolutely rubbish. Um, so let's move on though. I, oh, I have to. Every everybody asks every time. What's in my cup today? And I I kept it simple today. Um, it's it's late at night and I gotta be up early, so I'm just gonna continue on uh, afterwards. And I have an espresso vodka in my coffee, so I'm gonna have one of those and continue on my day. Uh, it is uh, pinnacle. Drinking Red Red Bull Coconut Edition. The coconut edition, and that is probably the my least favorite. That's the white one, right? <laughs> I love it. Ugh. I you, drink those in the yellow ones. I can see you singing uh, if you like pina coladas and getting drunk in the rain yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so I'm going to jump right into the list today. And I, hell, we're going to do this because I'm the amateur on this one. I'll start off with my number five. And we'll just go on through and talk a little bit about each website. And remember, these are the fossils. Remember, these are from the 90s and maybe early the beginning, 2000s. The beginning of the beginning. The internet has uh, a ribbon. See, my first game uh, was Number Munchers on a computer. And then it was... I love that one. Yeah, that, that was so Oregon great. Trail. Oregon Trail was the, the next one. And we had one computer at my, uh, at my elementary school that we got to use. And everyone would take their turns. And I... I I still hold the record for Manchester Elementary School for number munchers. So, I'm going to jump right in and get us going with our number five on the list today. I'm going to go with the Bob Dole and Kemp 1996 <laughs> online <laughs> campaign. Remember, that is amazing. This that is you even said that it's still on. <laughs> Still, it's still up and running. Yes, you can it pull this up, up. You can go through and look at their strategies. Remember, it is so awful. I mean, if you look at it, it was like it's the most generic-looking website you could possibly <laughs> look at. Today's headline: November fifth, nineteen ninety-six. I mean, this is just, but it's a it's a cutting edge from a campaign strategy back in the day, uh, going to the internet and. Somehow Trump figured it out 20 years later how to really use the internet. Uh, but you can actually pull this website up right now. And Bob Dole might have been the worst candidate uh, ever to run, in my opinion, uh, for the Republican Party. He was absolutely terrible in my lifetime. Uh, and there was no way he was going to beat Bill Clinton. But if you just want to go through and look at uh, 
Their headline is More Opportunities, Smaller Government, Stronger and Safer Families. Dole Kent. You have the you have the Dole Interactive. It's got <laughs> games, trivia, posters, and 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 postcards. Right. You could send postcards to people on their uh, AOL email. This this was this was top notch. So my number five coming in today is the Dole Kemp website that you can still visit in modern times. All right, I'm going to give you an honorable mention, and this is going to be. I know that this is going to be in your top five, um, probably your number one or number two spot. But the reason why I'm just giving my honorable mention on this, and we're going to get through what, when, when Joe puts out his list, we'll, we'll go through it in, in complete detail. But my honorable mention is MySpace. Tom! The reason, why I, the reason why I have it in my honorable mention is because everybody knows about Tom. Uh, about Tom in MySpace. So that's why I have it in my honorable mention. But we'll go through the details uh, later on in the program. Completely understood. And let's let's just face it. That's all of our first friend on the social media, Tom. So so my, my number five, though, uh, I had to mention the MySpace because that's my honorable mention. And people are going to be like, why didn't he name MySpace? I, so I wanted to kind of, you know, tell people why I didn't mention MySpace. But my number five is Lycos. Lycos was, you could play games on it. Uh, you had news and information. You had a chat, Lycos chat. It, ha- it had it all. It had a- absolutely everything. And a lot of uh, teenagers used Lycos for the games and chat. So I, I met a lot of cool friends and a lot of uh, uh, people through that Lycos chat and through uh, the game. So now on Lyco, my, was that one of those? Uh, that was one of those ones you could have an interactive game, but it was all typing. Is that correct? No, no. They had they had games like uh, spades and like card games. They had like um, oh, they had all those. So they had oh, like, like solitaire, and that's <laughs> right, right. And they also had your. They also had an email that a lot of people use, which was Lycos Mail, and um, uh, I had a Lycos account uh, there too. So it, it had absolutely everything: uh, news, a search. You had your own, their Lycos search engine. You had games. You had chat. It was uh, the premier website of the day, uh, and that's why it was my number five. It's just because it had absolutely everything. And see, friends, that's why we have him on the show for this type of topic. I would have no idea what Lycos is. So for all of you uh, nerds out there in listening land, I have the best guest on. He is proving his genius right away with his number five. So what's it? What's your number four? I'm going to jump right in, and I'm going to go with the absolute top one. And I'm going to – it's a whole – Sub, it's a whole subculture in a way. It's uh, just America online in general. It's where I learned the internet. And I spent many times in uh, the chat rooms on America online, including one I can still remember to this day where I was getting cougared by a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, always went to, I always went to Masquerade Ball. There was a chat room called Masquerade Ball. And I played, I, I played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons when I was a child. And so you put on like a, a character, and my online screen name was Raven's Eye. Ooh, how mysterious! Hey. How, how mysterious! 
Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't even catch that till after I said it. Uh, but yeah, and uh, it'll be this this room, and you're using your imagination. And this old lady just really took a liking to me, and we would meet almost every day on America Online and chat it up. So I got to know AOL. her. AOL, AOL was ac- absolutely the gold standard of internet. Uh, they're they're the ones who marketed the best out of any internet corporation out there in the 90s um it started back it it literally started back in 93 94 when you had uh windows 3.01 out and you could actually get online and uh read the news uh you didn't have all those incorporated things like uh aol chat in there they incorporated those back in 95 96 uh, AOL was uh, the gold standard, and and it, it's it's sad that we don't have it, it's still around. You can still use it. A lot of people still have an AOL email address, and they still use it today. I'm talking millions <laughs> of people. So they're they're but they're the ones who kind of um, took over in the mid '90s with internet and made it made people actually modeled their internet uh, off of them and they're the reason why internet exploded the way that it did literally they are the sole reason why everyone had because their whole their whole motto was uh putting internet in everybody's homes america online i mean that's that's it the, the name fits. I mean, the the, the dial-up that that had and just waiting. There was anticipation whenever you hit that dial-up button. Absolutely. And remember, it took, you... <laughs> it took two minutes. It took two yeah. minutes just to get online. And you had to set aside time because it would tie up. Remember, there was no cell phones back, that, back then. You, it would tie up your actual phone line. So you had to limit the amount of time you could be on uh, the Internet. And a, a big point, and this this uh, is near to near and dear to my heart. I ended up getting AOL Instant Messenger, and I had to I had to cancel my subscription because I, I was completely clueless. I was only like uh, 12, 13 years old at the time, but I was bugging my mom into getting internet, and we ended up getting AOL, but we had a long distance phone number that we would call in so my mom's first bill her phone bill was like twelve hundred dollars yes and this was back in the early 90s and she about shit a brick but i didn't know i didn't know that see AOL didn't it wasn't in my area uh they didn't have a phone number for my area so we ended up using the next town uh next to us his phone number and that's why we ended up getting a bill that is yeah. absolutely insane. <laughs> 1200 I bet your mom wanted to kill you. So let's go ahead she and... Did, she, she took it well, though. She took it well. I can imagine. We must have a much better... See, and I apologize, guys. I know that's not a website. It's the only one that's not a website for me, but I had to incorporate AOL. How about your number four? So my number four is something that no one um, probably has heard of at all. Uh, you guys will be completely dismissed by this, but it was a, it was a, um, it was a website called hearme.com. And it was literally the first podcast 
website ever. It wasn't really a podcast, so to speak, because you couldn't you couldn't record and save your progress. And for people out there, uh, you couldn't like listen to past programs. But it was kind of like radio online. You could have your own show, and you could uh, post on there. Hey, I record between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. And this is why I do what I do today. I, I host Game Tech Politics. Uh, the reason why I, I do it was because of this website. Hearme.com literally got me into radio. It got me uh, clued into what I needed to do to um, better my communication skills. And it was just phenomenal. It, it's not up today. It doesn't, there's no, there's really no, um, if you search for it, there's really not a lot of content out there about Hear Me, but Hear Me was absolutely a phenomenal, uh, a, a phenomenal website. And you could also incorporate guests into your uh, radio show and have them join in on your radio show, which was really cool. So you were, that, you knew where you were headed, uh, long before this was uh before you ever became a yeah. host this is a that's pretty incredible yeah and and not only it was just it was so cool because it was during the dial-up era you know and you never really had any type of unless you you didn't really have any type of uh, way of communicating by voice on the internet uh unless it was through like microsoft messenger or something um so this was like a whole new wave of communication for people. It was really, it was phenomenal. I, I know that I don't have, I'm, I'm just looking back in memory on this. So I don't really have any sort of um, website to point you to about hearme.com, but hear me was just, it was just a phenomenal website. That's all I can say about it. it is that one still available or is that like, or is that no, it, okay? It, it, it's it's completely it's a dead website. Yeah. It, there's really hardly any information about it. Let me let me go ahead and just look quickly. Um, yeah, there's there's nothing there's nothing on there. I, I just searched for it. Um, there's no information about it whatsoever. I so, bet you if I could dig a little bit, um, I could probably find something. But uh, right now there's nothing on there. Well, there you have it, guys. The original way to make a, a a show and call in and talk to your friends, and you could actually record it on. I would have never known that existed. So that's a pretty deep one right there. Yeah, I'm gonna that's pretty cool. I'm gonna jump into my number three here, and I'm a toss up. It's between two. However, I'm gonna go with uh, the O.J. Simpson murder trial website. It had all the information right on there for you. You could seriously go through and watch it day by day in all the news outlets and get your information on what was going on with OJ. And that was the most fascinating thing for me back in the 90s, that trial. Um, we got to watch it live in my high school classroom, the event that, uh, that pretty much changed the definition of who, what societal classes are and how you get, uh, how the rich can get out of actual murder. So... That site is... I, I, I've never been to it. I've never been to it. Is it still up? It's still up. You can still go on, you can still go on the website. I would have to look it up and uh, remember the actual uh, 
to type it in, but you can still search for the original uh, O.J. Simpson trial website. It had it all. They even had the video of him uh, running away on in his uh, white Ford Bronco, and it was the way to keep up on the, the news of the trial back in the day, and I used to visit that almost daily. Uh, I was in this. Yeah. That's early. I was like back in 93. 94, I believe. Yeah. 94. Uh, when the when it happened, and then the trial, you could uh, you could watch a lot more on. So it was it was pretty fascinating back in the day. We could actually follow it. Um, well, let me let me tell you something. Uh, there is a Wikipedia page on the actual Hear Me website. So if people really want to go on Wikipedia, yeah, uh, you can go on Wikipedia and search for Hear Me. It's um, it's literally listed as mplayer.com. But actually, back then it was hearme.com, and uh, it goes through the history of hearme, um, and uh, it started. It basically says that it was referred to as mplayer.com by 1998, and it was a free online PC gaming service and community that operated from the late 1996 to the early 2001. Uh, the service at its peak was host to a community of more than 20 million visitors each month and offered more than 100 games. But I, I never really remembered the game aspect of it. I just remember the radio programs that I did off of it. So That is incredible. That it's still, you know, you can still go out there and search for it. Now, that, transi- that must mean that you have an even better one than that. Well, for- well, yeah, let me let me pick up one more thing about Hear Me, and it was launched in 1999, following the success of Mplayer. Okay, so Mplayer, uh, Mplayer.com owned HearMe.com, so that makes sense now. Uh, Empath int- it says Empath intended to expand their market from entertainment using money that was being made through Mplayer to create a VoIP communications network a voice IP network and the technology uh, used was based on the lucrative audio chat software. So there, there you go. That's that. And it basically uh, featured voice and video conferencing chat rooms, as well as uh, free HTML X code that would allow one to add a voice chat model directly to their own website and speak with vi- visitors in real time, which that's what I did. So that that's uh, I finished my number four and I, I apologize for that. But my number three, uh, <laughs> since since his was the OJ thing, my number three is Angel Fire. Do you know anything about Angel Fire? No, <laughs> I really don't. Really? Okay. So Angel Fire, uh, I'm telling everybody's going to be at their edge of the seats, yelling and screaming and cheering if you're a nerd like me everyone that's (laughs) listening to the program knows about angel fire if they know about this topic angel fire was owned by lycos okay lycos it's like a a smaller subsect of of lycos angel fire allowed you to create your own website and they hosted your website and it, uh, it allowed you to put music, it allowed you to put uh, Adobe Photoshop files and, and Flash files on your website. And it taught me, it taught me how to uh, learn HTML. And that's, that's it. Angel Fire is such a big part of my life that it, I think that company is the reason why I ended up getting a computer science degree 
uh, was directly because of Angel Fire. That is incredible. That's that that is well well before the times uh, to have everything encapsulated into one uh, area to further. You know, I don't know. I wish I had known about that back in the back when I was well, young. If anyone, if anyone, did you buy, did you end up uh, creating a website for yourself back in the day? I had to for uh, college, and I did very, very poorly on that assignment. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, let me tell you the history of Angel Fire. It was founded in 1996 and was originally a combination of website building, which I told you about, and it was, uh, which they had, it was so complex, uh, Joe. They also had a medical transcription service. So Angel Fire basically um, allowed doctors to communicate with the trans, uh, transcription service, and they allowed doctors to talk directly and then upload their audio files to their website, and then medical transcribers would take and transcribe into text their voice during surgeries and stuff. Uh, that's that's how they really got their, their start because Lycos was dabbling in everything, dabbling in games, dabbling in uh, website building, dabbling in the news, dabbling in email. That's why I have uh, Angel Fire as my number three because it was so, it had their, it was so, um, how do I say this? It built a foundation of the internet. It allowed everyone access to do their own thing on the internet with because of angel fire that is unbelievably incredible it kind of reminds me of the uh the movie revenge of the nerds and i kind of am trying to figure out because i i've known you raven would you be on the nerd side or the or the other side uh, <laughs> that is i still have my my pretty good look uh, i have good genes but other than that, my mind is completely nerdish. Hey, the nerds did well in those movies. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, I'm going to jump into my number two, and he's already mentioned it right now. And he kind of hit the nail on the head that I would have to go with MySpace. It was the first time where I got to connect with my friends uh, from all around the world. And back then, Facebook was only allowed uh, on college campuses. And that's where Facebook started. So MySpace was the go-to for people that weren't uh, weren't necessarily uh, affiliated with the college campuses at the time. And I got to connect with people that I had met throughout the years, uh, random girlfriends that I had met. Oh, yeah. we I, I met so many girls off of fucking MySpace, dude. Yeah, it was I, I literally, brilliant. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was basically the first dating site for me. It wasn't even really a social thing. It was just like, Man, that girl is hot. I'm going to add her. One hundred percent. And you, yeah. you filled out your bio. You could end up putting oh, yeah. your videos there. So I, my background was the McDonald's background for some reason. I have no idea. Oh, okay. So, so when I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned MySpace is number two. The the reason why MySpace I think is um, incredible. Everyone thinks of social media like Facebook, Twitter, all of that. They think of MySpace being the very first one. So my number two is actually the very first one. I'll, I'll get into that in a second. <laughs> but I am one of the original MySpace users of all time. My account, my, my MySpace account, 
was I think 1,123 uh, 23 people. So I was the first uh, 1,123rd person to form a MySpace account. Before everyone even knew what MySpace was, I knew what it was. I had an account on there. But Joe, why, okay, tell me why it was, besides meeting girls, what was it about MySpace that you actually loved about it? For me, it was all about just having the interaction with people that I've known yeah, through, yeah. you know, through my life and being able to reach out and connect and message and have and be able to, you actually get to learn about the person that you were talking to yeah, a little hobbies. bit further. Absolutely. You know, yeah, that's a good. It was a bi- it was a autobiography for most people of who they are as a person, and you could learn a, a lot more. It's actually more in depth than something like a Facebook, uh, where Facebook is all about fucking your daily uh, micro thought, versus MySpace was you know the macro version of you. Yeah. Well, yeah, MySpace. That that's that's where I could kind of lead in on. MySpace incorporated your own hobbies your own personality into your own page and here's here's the cool thing about myspace now facebook the the, i'm going to kind of correlate it to facebook since not a lot of people and especially youngsters have a myspace page so let's look at facebook for example and then let's compare it to myspace facebook you just post stuff you know you post pictures your your vanity pictures of your duck faces and your selfies and you know you see all these girls that you know look absolutely ridiculous but they they think that they look hot no duck faces <laughs> don't look hot girls uh joe expects some hate mail on that one but um myspace is different myspace you could actually incorporate your own code you could create your own html so basically you could have your own little myspace and create a website out of it and use HTML. You could put video, you could put music in the background of your MySpace. So where when people go into your MySpace, that the music turns on and you could have one of your favorite songs playing in the background. You could take and, and change your your literally you could change your background, you know, like if you go to Google and you search for uh, liquored listings, liquored listings is going to come up, but the background's white, and all you have is text, and you have a white background. Well, with MySpace, you can actually incorporate a picture or some sort of graphic into the background, so they can see that picture, and then you can have your text in the for, for, uh, foregrounds of it. That, that's what was cool about MySpace was yes. the fact that you could take and code your entire. Uh, your entire um, social media page into whatever you wanted it to be. Yeah, it was, co- was the, it was completely genius. your own account. Like when you clicked on uh, me, I'm not going to give everybody my name out there and listening links. I don't need stalkers, but you clicked on my name, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? But you could, you could <laughs> click on my name, those people that I knew. And if they clicked on my name, they would get an immediate understanding of me as a person. The song My Way from Frank Sinatra would automatically come on when you clicked on my page. So there was a definite uh, way to define yourself and who you were as a person. And that was the glory of MySpace. It was your space. I can't believe it didn't succeed longer. 
Uh, but Tom was smart. He was one of the quickest, like, <laughs> unbelievably rich people and just just took off. So good for him. Yeah, well, uh, Tom Tom ended up uh, doing the smart thing and just getting out of the business because I, I think that he was Facebook. When Facebook ended up starting, it started uh, about a year and a half after MySpace uh, took took uh, took a hold of, of society. Uh, the the reason why Facebook took off, well, the beginning of Facebook was that you had to have a uh, school email account. It was college only back in 2004. You could not get a, a Facebook page without a college email address. No one could. And if your college didn't have um, it, well, it first started with Harvard and Stanford. Facebook would only allow people that went to school in Harvard and Stanford, and you had to have uh, that email address, you know, like um, Joe at Stanford.edu. You had to have one of those type of email addresses in order to even have an account for Facebook. But the reason why MySpace was so popular was because uh, you didn't have to have a, a school email address. Anyone could have an account with MySpace. Yeah, my MySpace was the shit. So that leads me into your number two. My number two is the first ever. This this was the first social media page ever. Everyone can talk about Facebook. Everyone can talk about MySpace as being the original social media pages of all time. It's not people, okay? MySpace was just clearly uh, a popular one because it incorporated code and stuff. But the first ever social media website was called Face the Jury. Anyone that is really? a, yes, uh, anyone that's a nerd will know Face <laughs> the Jury. Face the Jury was absolutely amazing. It incorporated, okay, uh, let me tell you this. Now, I don't know this to be a fact, but I'm assuming and I'm using my common sense and I'm using my intelligentsia to figure out that I think that honestly, Mark Zuckerberg stole a lot of ideas off of face the jury. Really? What was, he is a, Mark, he is a thief. We all know that. Oh fuck. Yeah, he was. What was the first, uh, what was the first thing that Mark Zuckerberg, how did Facebook end up, as Facebook, what was the first thing that Mark Zuckerberg did with uh, with building a website? What was his first website that he built? Do you remember? I don't. I just know he stole from the two brothers, the two twins. Right. Well, his first his first website that he built was he was rating people. He was rating people uh, their faces. That so it was like um, uh, it, face Facebook or something. Um, or face the book or something. He was he was rating chicks, chicks's pictures, oh, their social pictures. What a creep! Go, yeah, you could go and pick which one was uh, which which girl was hot, and and you could look you could literally put little comments underneath their photos and all of that. And and ch and chicks fell for it because they're the ones who put their pictures on that website, and guys would sit there and rate them. 
that that was the very first website that Mark Zuckerberg built. Okay, I remember but, the, I remember a site like that, and I did get on there and did hot and, or not. Yeah. Hot yes. Not. Yes, I remember hot or not so much, and mm-hmm. oh my goodness, and that's so bad. It's like the and that's a lot of the problems with society in general and women just needing that affirmation if they're good looking or not. And that's, that's the beginning of where we are in oh, this. Come on, Joe, we, you know, as well as I do that you had a hot or not page and you put your picture on there too. I did. I mean, you know, it wasn't just women. It was men too. I actually did not. <laughs> See, I told you. No, you I didn't or did, did not. No, oh, okay. no, well, no. But see, I, I was a model back then. I, I like my my stepmom got me into modeling when I was like 13. And I will send you one of my first modeling pictures. You're going to laugh your ass off. I was like, I was like a 13 year old that looked like 21. I, I looked like Marky Mark in the fun, funky bunch. <laughs> uh, that's a true story. But um, so that's some good vibrations not, right there. Yeah, I think that Mark Zuckerberg stole hot or not. And he incorporated it into his own ideas. And so his little. Uh, rating people. Uh, I think he stole a lot of ideas from Hot or Not, but Face the Jury was basically kind of like it had its own forum. Okay. You guys all know what a forum is, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, so you took it, you, you had, you clicked on the forum page and you had uh, discussions about absolutely everything. So you, you had a list that you can take and pick from, whether it be politics, whether it be video games, whether it be like, uh, I, I don't remember uh, all of the stuff that I ended up getting into, but you could take and have a conversation with people and people could vote, upvote, it's kind of like Reddit. You could <laughs> upvote everybody's comments and people can rate your comments. And not only that, but it also incorporated your hot or not type thing. You could post pictures and people could rate your photos. And so that was kind of a sect into it. And then you could have your own little social media friends, like they could add you as a friend. It incorporated a whole a, a bunch of what you see today in face uh, in Facebook or, or MySpace. Incorporate So Facebook and MySpace basically stole the ideas off of everything from face the jury. And you, there's a cult following on on if you take and you search for face the jury don't leave any spaces on the on those words just type in face the jury you can take and uh look at the past look how they started uh literally it is the very first social media website and the re the reason why we have facebook the reason why we have twitter the reason why we had myspace was literally because of face the jury so I've got two things to comment on that. One is that obviously we know that Zuckerberg is a thief from every aspect now. I had no idea that he was stealing even uh, that yeah. technology back then. And two, I kind of want to take one of the modern pictures of myself and age myself 30 years and put it on and see if I'm hot or not. <laughs> but yeah. I'm telling you, like, Face the Jury was just absolutely insane. It was a big, big part of my teenage life, man. I I, I, I love – and it wasn't really about, you know, getting my pictures voted. I, I really didn't use it for that. Of course, I met some really hot chicks through that. I even, I even dated a girl 
that I met from Face the Jury uh, that lived in a town next to me. I dated her for like two or three years after that. So, um, but Face the Jury was literally the uh, moment that changed the internet. It really was. There you have it, guys. Face the Jury coming in at number two for Raven. And this sounds like so much fun. I wish I was a part of it back then. Uh, I do remember the hot or not, and I, I guess I wish I would have put my name on there in my picture, but I had a really hot girlfriend, so I didn't care at the time. So, hey, I, I'll, I, don't, I don't know. Face the jury. I'm going to have to look that up and see if I can play around with it here uh, later on. I have to transition right into my number one because this is by far the top website uh, back in the day. Because, as I told you earlier, I was a little bit into Dungeons and Dragons, and I was also a tiny bit of a Trekkie. You can still go to kli.org. I'm, I'm pretty sure they've switched it to org now from the orig uh, original. But it was the original Klingon language site. You can go, even to this day, and learn how to speak Klingon. And if you don't know what that is, that is... Um, they were a subspecies, or I, I, probably they were superior species to uh, humans back in the day. They were uh, more like ruthless and they had a prideful like brutality to them. Um, I'm telling you, Klingon learning how to speak Klingon as a uh, as a young uh, young adult was one of the funnest websites to go to. You can look up pretty much anything. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, if you wanted to be amplified or fleshed out, the simple word is "sah." You know, I can, you know, like I could, I could, and it's all alph alphabeticalized. You know, so you can go through, and an enemy commander is "jagra." You know, like you can go through, and you could speak Klingon just from this website, and it's been around since 1997. That's how exciting the world of Star Trek is and one of the best websites. I mean, possibly the best. I'm sure I might get outwitted here by Raven, but I'm telling you, I don't know if he can surpass the Klingon nation. What, what was the website called again? KLI.org. KLI.org. I've never heard of that. Why <laughs> haven't I not heard of that? That's kind of weird. I, I'm sure they've switched it to org now. I don't remember the original website, but it's always been KLI. <laughs> they've been go, they've been going at this. I mean, you got you're talking about the nerdiest of the nerds, and when they found out that they could create a website, the Star Trek people were way ahead of their time, and it's it's pretty impressive that I mean, you can go A through uh, I apostrophe basically because their z is apostrophe so you can you can you can complete in uh complete klingon sentences because i was going to try to do that in klingon but i couldn't so you know what an audio tape or a cassette is oh, absolutely i grew up in that area okay my, my first audio cassette was uh mc hammers can't touch us mine was ice ice baby um, ice ice baby i yeah. had that too <laughs> but do you know how to say it in Klingon? No. Well, <laughs> cross See, I'm, I'm not that. I'm, I'm, I'm not that big of a nerd. Oh yeah. So Klingon for Bigger McCracken goes out. 
as the number one website of the ancient times. I can't believe we're calling it ancient. How old are we? I know, right? <laughs> so sad. <laughs> well, my number one, my number one, it's still up today. It's still one of the most uh, popular websites out there. Um, it's not as popular as Google or, you know, Microsoft or anything like that. But my number one is Yahoo. Everyone uh, yeah. that was, um, you know, grew up in the internet bubble knew exactly what Yahoo was. And I, I got a, a little story about Yahoo. When it first went out on the NASDAQ, see, I'm a day trader now. When it first went out on the NASDAQ, I believe it was like it opened up at like, not even a dollar like 26 cents or something and i remember talking to my grandma i said grandma you really need to uh you know invest in yahoo and she was like that's just a gamble i'm not gonna gamble my money away well she would have been a millionaire if she would have listened <laughs> right. to me uh when it happened but uh yahoo was kind of like uh the gold standard of lycos you know i i used lycos because it was more for teenagers and and all that but yahoo was for everybody it was for adults and kids now there's a folklore about yahoo and, and i don't know if i'm correct on this so this this isn't complete factual information but w what i heard about yahoo was that it was actually built by a guy that was making pizzas and those um that guy, excuse me, that guy ended up selling that website or that portal, so to speak. It was called, it was a web portal. If you, I'm not going to get into that because that would take an hour. But if you know anything about uh, internet or computer science, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. So Yahoo started out as a web portal, and uh, basically the story goes is that a Asian guy created his own web portal portal because he was a pizza delivery guy and he needed a map to look to be able to log in and look at his map so he built this website from home and he could go into work log into this web portal and look at maps to see where he could where his the addresses were uh, on this web portal instead of you know trying to do guesswork in the city because you know, we didn't have GPS at the time. We didn't have, um, you know, MapQuest or anything like that. You basically had to do everything by memory. Well, he had a web portal that had maps on it, and that ended up being this first start of Lycos. Uh, two guys by the name of Jerry Yang and David Filo ended up buying that from the pizza delivery guy and uh, started Yahoo. And Yahoo was basically a uh, map, sort of speak, a map type website, and it grew into uh, news. They ended up, I guess, so. I guess the the Asian guy ended up incorporating a, a lot of businesses uh, started using his web portal, and he started selling advertisements on his web portal, and that's why he generated enough income. And then uh, Yahoo ended up being some sort of uh, media conglomerate. Uh, with ads, with news, with uh, games, a lot of people use games, and it was kind of like the AOL. It was kind of like the AOL. Either, either everybody had an AOL email or they had a Yahoo email. 
and uh, so Yahoo ended up building their email platform. That took it. That took uh, took Yahoo into a whole different uh, realm, and then they ended up incorporating games and chats. You had Yahoo Chat. That was kind of like the uh, you you had AOL Instant Messenger, and then you had Microsoft Messenger, then you had the Yahoo Messenger, and Yahoo Messenger was uh, a lot of fun because they had features on it that Microsoft and AOL didn't have, and that's why a lot of people used Yahoo. So that's my number one. I believe that Yahoo uh, really, uh, of course, not a lot of people use it anymore, but it was one of the original websites that incorporated everything. As you can see, with AOL, you didn't have, AOL incorporated it, uh, all this new stuff little by little. Yahoo did it all at once. That That's what stood out to them. They, they incorporated a lot of stuff all at once and people could get access to absolutely everything. And it was like the main search engine besides Netscape. You remember Netscape, right? Oh, everybody remembers Netscape in my generation, yeah. yeah. Right. Netscape was uh, the competitor of AOL and uh, Internet Explorer. If uh, people didn't like that, they went over to Netscape. I hated it. I never I never did like it. I always used uh, Microsoft's Internet Explorer, uh, but you could get more viruses that way. So that's why Netscape uh, grew into popularity. But uh, Yahoo was basically uh, everything. Uh, and it was like one of the number one news web websites that you could get your news on more so than Microsoft or AOL. Uh, it literally had everything. And you could uh, create your own little blog and news, um, uh, your news, you could put your news stories out on Yahoo and have everybody read it. So that was uh, another thing. They, they just incorporated everything, uh, chats, uh, sports, the, the whole nine yards, man. And it's not even that. It, well, it is that. It's all of that. And when you say not a lot of people use it uh, to now, I still have it as my backup email. So you know, when a lot of uh, when you, yeah. So when I need the backup email for passwords and stuff like that, uh, the secondary password in case you you know mess up and you you know I keep I try to keep one or two passwords, but. You still need backups, and I still use my Yahoo all the time. I still uh, use Yahoo for uh, fantasy football with my friends. I see there, there. That's that's the reason why I use Yahoo today is for fantasy baseball, fantasy football, and because they they're the ones who you know you you see all the, the these fantasy websites out there. Yahoo has the best platform for fantasy sports. Oh, fantasy sports! They are the top of them all, and so yeah. when you say they're but the, of all the websites that we've mentioned today, they are the most relevant from the beginning I, I, of the time. I, that's why I have it at my, as my number one. And not only are they relevant, but they, they actually, I, I, I'm trying to remember uh, what date it was. I think it, I think it started in 2005, but Microsoft tried to purchase Yahoo uh, and they, they were unsuccessful in purchasing it because at the time, um, Yahoo thought that um, it was a bad idea to combine these two, um, you know, these two superpowers in internet, and, and, and so it just didn't work out. I wish Microsoft, I wish Yahoo would have allowed Microsoft to buy them 
because I think Microsoft would have actually succeeded a lot more if they would have uh, laid out that acquisition. Yeah, brought it even brought Yahoo even further into the forefront. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But uh, of course, I think you know it's downfall. Uh, they didn't they didn't have any. It's kind of like AOL. They didn't have any footing in uh, creating anything new. You know, Facebook took over, Twitter took over, and um, they they just. <clears throat> You know, then then Google ended up so you had the social media platforms stealing a lot of Yahoo's business. Then you have Google coming out in the forefront of being the biggest search engine, and then you had um, AOL dying, and that kind of put a damper on Yahoo. You know, because Yahoo kind of the the competitors were dying out, and so Yahoo was standing still trying to survive, and then ultimately in 2012. That's when all of the layoffs happened, and um, it, it just they started getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and they just couldn't compete anymore. It, they uh, they can't compete at the same level because of the the not having the newest technologies, but for them still to be relevant in today's society means something about their founders and and their company as a whole. So you got to give a lot of props to Yahoo, and that's why. We have a genius like Raven on the show. Uh, let me let me tell you one thing more about yeah, uh, Yahoo that I, I forgot to mention. Um, this this is going to be a shocker to you. Yahoo actually tried to buy Hulu um, back, uh, I believe, when it first started, like around when it first started in 2012 or 2013. Uh, yeah, Yahoo ended up um, bidding like. Uh, 800 million dollars for Hulu and uh, they didn't they didn't win the bid and now you you see Hulu um, and then you see also YouTube YouTube ended up growing uh, big time but as, as of 2000 uh, let me read here it says as of 2013 uh, Yahoo had uh, a video um, a video service and it attracted like 45 million unique visitors each month. Uh, and they tried to buy Hulu, uh, but it didn't happen. And then of course, uh, YouTube ended up exploding even bigger. And then kind of, you know, it's just like- If, they had, who, if they had gotten Hulu, talk about a game changer though for them and for their platform. Yeah. And, and not only that, but they could have taken and, and provided themselves with a lot of revenue. And kind of uh, use that revenue to create different, um, you know, different websites out there. Uh, YouTube was was they should have taken and bought YouTube immediately, but Google Google ended up getting that like right as soon as they first started. Uh, it, it's just a lot of bad business decisions, really. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, well, they didn't have businessmen, and they needed someone like you or myself to get in there and actually be the CEO, and we would have made them uh, bigger than Tesla or or Facebook or anything. We would have had it number one. They should have hired us. I would have spent, if <laughs> Yahoo, if I if I could have been back back in the day, I I could see Yahoo's fall back in like two thousand four. I mean, literally, I could see it progressing 
And if, if, if I was them, I would have been so aggressive and bought Google because they, they could have had a chance to buy Google. Wow. I, I would have bought Google immediately. I would have thrown every single penny uh, that I had into Google, um, but they didn't. So. That, that would have been the game changer of it all. Fuck yeah, it would have. Wow, what an episode we had tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. We, I, it took me, it was nostalgia 101 for me, man. I loved it. Well, we went down a lot of avenues tonight, and this is definitely out there for a lot of you. I mean, my listenership is right in my hot zone, too. This is uh, 35 to 45-year-old 40, uh, listeners. Well, this before is we, Before we end, could I, could I throw out some... Uh, some of the apps well they weren't really called apps back then but i guess they're if you look back on them they were apps kind of like aol instant messenger you know everyone used aol instant messenger uh but uh here's some throwback for you for you guys icq have you ever heard of icq yes um icq was a big one um what are some other apps that that people use? Microsoft Chat. Uh, remember the pizza, and you you know you had your own little characters you could use Microsoft Chat with. That was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> of course, Yahoo Messenger. You had that. Uh, what was some other ones? There was still the, there was still this game back then. There was an app, and all it was it was basically typing in DOS, and you communicated in this game. It was a role-playing game, and I just re- wish I could remember. It was the first, like, online version of D&D back in the day, and I wish I could remember it. Oh, you know what? Yes, I re- I can't think of the name either. It was, like, one of the most popular nerdy apps that you yeah. use. Like, if you if you were anything... If you knew technology, you knew about this this app. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, you'd have to th- you type in a code, and you would fall down the pit if you if you chose the wrong adventure. It was right. <laughs> it was a lot yeah, of it fun. Was just all be- tech tech based games. It was it was kind of cool. Yeah, it was definitely with uh, a lot of us that were trying to get ahead of the curve, and unfortunately for some of us, like myself, the people that were born in 2000 just grow up in this so i was way behind fortunately for you with your background you were able to stay ahead of the curve net meeting was another one that was owned by microsoft too uh it was the first it was the first app that you could actually use your webcam and talk with people with your webcam that's fantastic guys that that is going to wrap up our show today on uh the old school websites that you could go to. Um, I do want to let you all know that I have another fantastic show that uh, Raven has agreed to come on. Uh, I'm going to keep him on as a special uh, guest star here and there. And we're going to do, we're going to cover uh, the greatest wrestlers of all time from the WWE, WWF. Uh, well, people are going to hate us for this one. Man. Yeah, well, we're, we're not going into the WCW. No WCW allowed. So that will be a. Why? Why? <laughs> that was the that was the WWF's competitor, man. That was, uh, you know, everybody hated the WWF uh, contract, so they went all went over to WCW. You can't you can't leave out WCW. I'll let you have one. You can throw one in when that episode airs. Because <laughs> okay, give me two. Give all me two. right. 
then we may have to do seven. Uh, but <laughs> okay, well, I'll do one. I'll do one, but uh, another one has to be like an honorable mention. Well, you can certainly throw in the honorable mentions there. Yeah. Um, I do want to. Uh, head you guys out. Well, we got to make the list. I, we got to make the list. I know that you you normally have top five, but can we have a top ten? Because literally the 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 WWF uh, era, we could, we could literally talk about this shit for fucking hours. And I know that we have to keep it within an hour, an hour and a half. But the, you can't just put a top five wrestlers i I mean there's Uh, i'll meet you in the middle and we'll go top eight wrestlers of all time okay that sounds i'll I'll go to i can can extend it a little bit but half the glory of the show is we have to be decisive and figure out the you know who actually ranks there so you know when you start extending it too long we get to we get to into the roddy roddy pipers who i love but does he really make my top eight i don't know so you, if if you don't have uh, my favorite wrestler of all time at number one, then we're just not friends anymore. Uh, well, fantastic because the Iron Sheik is not there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, not my, that's not my number. All one. right. Of course, of course, uh, the Iron Sheik. Uh, I know we're we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but the Iron Sheik does have one of the best Twitter pages ever. I will definitely have to check that out. Um, so that is our show tonight. I do have to sign off with a little Klingon for you. Uh, oh, man, it sounds German. Nobody needs to know how sexy I am. Thank you for that. Nobody needs to know. That was thank you very much for tuning in to Liquored Listings. Um, like we say every time, subscribers and my sponsors love you sharing the shit out of this page. Uh we're glowing. Uh, we're growing, glowing, and, and growing. I do. I, share, I do share the shit out of this page. <laughs> yeah, it's growing I, I very, it very Twitter quick. Everywhere. You guys can all do me a favor and do that as well. Uh, Liquor listings. It's becoming one of the one of the top shows out there. And in fact, in Finland, I've already broke the top hundred uh, podcasts out there. So Finland, nice. big shout out to Finland. Very excited to have you all on board. Uh, other than that, Raven, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show, and we will certainly Always do this again. All right, that's it, guys. Once again, stay safe, stay healthy, don't drink and drive. And this is Big Earn McCracken signing out. <laughs>